2: What's good everybody? The Washington Wizards finally snap their 9-game losing streak in MoTown, defeating the Detroit Pistons 126 to 107. So we're going to look at the starters, the bench, how did we win this game? And then we're going to look at a preview for the next two games in Orlando. Rock with your boys next on Locked On Wizards.
1: You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real It Oliver. We are the best backcourt in the DMV, so definitely. Rock with us, and we appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 in your pocket if your team wins. Just visit slash locked on. To get started, so the Washington Wizards snapped a nine game losing streak, defeating the Detroit Pistons in Motown 126 to 107. So, we're gonna look at the point, we're ah, jumbling there. We're gonna look at the performances from the starting unit and the bench, and we're gonna look at certain factors that won the game, looking at the free throw line to be exact, and then we're gonna do comments at the end. So, let's, let's dig right into it. E, um, big win tonight, um, both teams were two and 14, so somebody had to win this game. But um, if you look at, you know, obviously rebounding is tends to be an issue every game. Offensive rebounding, they obviously still an issue, but good, good team victory. So if you had to look at one thing that kind of won this game for the Wizards, what are you looking at?
0: Um, just getting to the free throw line and, and pushing the pace, getting to the basket. Ball movement was huge, but them getting to the basket, not settling Getting to the free throw line, Denny was huge. He had a he had an and one. He had a dunk where he took a coast to coast. I see a lot of Denny supporters in the chat are super excited already, so we're going to get to comments later for sure. But uh, I love the aggress- aggressiveness from Denny. 16 points tonight, had that dunk on a fast rate, had an and one, got to the basket at will. Uh Also, Kuzma, man, just moving the ball, man. He, uh, of course, you know, he, point Kuz, it can be a little up and down at times. But eight assists, 12 boys, 32 points. He really took over in that third quarter. The third quarter was the was the difference there. The We started off slow. Both teams started off slow. But 37 to 29 that third quarter, I thought Kuz took over. And, and Denny, Denny had a good start in that third quarter as well. So those two, they really uh, took over and dominated in that third quarter. Just getting downhill, not settling, getting to the basket. And uh, the Pistons, they're just a bad defensive team. We talked about it last night. They're a bad defensive team. They give up a lot of free throws. They have a long way to go. They're in year three of their rebuild, and it still looks like they're three years away from being three years away, honestly. Um, But, you know, of course we did give up some boards to Duran and James Wiseman, but we were able to weather the storm. And uh, this was a blowout, man. We were controlling the game. It looked like, you know, it was the opposite way where the Pistons were waving the white flag. They kept their starters in, but it really, it really was – we were in control of the game the whole time. You know, Gafford, I, I thought he tried. They called an offensive foul on Jalen Duren. He came – Gafford came back, had a put-back dunk. So, um, even though, you know, Duren was getting the best of him sometimes on the boards, I thought uh, Gafford hung in there tough and, and battled for sure. So, uh, ball movement was the tail of the tape. Just getting to the free-throw line, not settling, not turning the ball over. We did have about 16 turnovers tonight. Let me make sure on that. We had um, – 16 turnovers, so we still turn over the ball a good amount of times, but we cut that down from the Hawks game where we were throwing cross-court co- cross passes. I thought Blau got on, the, got out got out there, was disruptive defensively. He had a steal, went down, and had a dunk as well. So we had a couple good defensive stops and some good plays. Uh, the guys off the bench played well, too, and Gallo came in, hit a couple threes. We'll talk about the bench later, but the bench was huge tonight. But um, the guys like Coos, Denny certainly stepped up, and the bench followed. After that, so um, I, I gotta give I gotta give this team credit. Well, it's a bad team in the Pistons. We're we're both bad teams, but they did what they were supposed to do. They went on the road. They were they are the better team. We beat the Pistons nine times in a row now. I want to say sixteen times at home in a row as well. So we just really really have the Pistons number. But um, yeah, Kuz took over in that third quarter. Danny took over in that third quarter.
2: Absolutely, I agree on all points, man. Definitely, the free throw line is where. We definitely won the game, um, 26 out of 28 attempts. So, we definitely got to the line and got those free points, man. That was pivotal. But, I mean, you nailed it, man. The ball movement was a lot fluid w- against the team because, I mean, Detroit is just so bad at defense. <laughs> In mean, fact, if, uh, if we, we found a team that's worse than we are on defense. I mean, this team is abysmal on the defensive end. Um, so yeah, Kyle Kuzma, there's obviously a, like a, a home game for him. Uh, he's from Flint, Michigan, and he showed out, man, 32 points, 12 rebounds, eight. Assists almost got a triple dub. Uh, shot 10 for 23 from the field, two for seven from the field, or three rather. And but he shot 10 for 11 from the free throw line, so that was key for this team. Uh, the starting unit was decent. Um, Tyus Jones was you know around what we expect 12 points, but the four assists. You know, I definitely want to see more assists from Tyus. Um, Jordan Poole did have kind of an off shooting night, uh, 10 points, uh, three for nine for the field, over two from three. Had another Shaq in the fool moment. <laughs> it seems he usually has one per game. <laughs> so, you know, we, we already know what to expect from uh, JP, man. But uh, Denny, Denny, again, shows that from the offensive side of the ball, man, he has evolved. You know, you see a lot uh, a more aggressive, a more efficient guy in Denny Avion this year as far as his offensive game. 16 points, six rebounds, five assists, six for nine from the field. Um, so, again, you know, Denny continues to impress. On the offensive end because we know what he can do on the defensive end so um gaff yeah it's a typical gaff game and i'm gonna give him his, um where credit is due you know gaff great i thought he had a pretty good game 10 points nine rebounds four blocks two steals so defensively gaff was doing his thing you know he was definitely getting those swats um and we're gonna talk about the, the bench and black because black got a nice little block on Wiseman um in the first half but yeah i mean the starting unit you know, Kyle Kuz, we know what he can do, man. He's a he's a volume scorer. You know, he's, he's just he's that guy as far as scoring. So I I love what I see him from him this year. He's had his share of bad games, his, uh low efficiency games, but overall, Kuz and his trade value is definitely boosting up, man. Because you you got to look at you know a contending team who needs a, a scoring spark off the bench, or if, if they're dealing with an injury, they're going to need a guy like Kuz. So I, I definitely think that he's definitely boosting his trade value, but. Yeah, this was this game, if I'm looking at one factor, this game was definitely won at the free throw line. And we, we we talked about it for the preview. We said, look, this team is abysmal at allowing the other team to go to the charity strike. And what did they do? They attacked, they attacked, they attacked. And so I got to, look, I hats off. Now, I get it, you know, it's the Detroit business, but we'll take the dub, man. I, I think this was a really good team victory. And overall, yeah, you had a few Shaq to the Fool moments, but overall, this team... They responded, they you know, they knew that this was a must win game because, man, oh man, I tell you, you come out of Motown with an L, and then Wizards Twitter is going to explode. So, this definitely was a must win game, man. You know, like you said, he they came out and did what they were supposed to do. You know, you want to see this type of performance, especially against teams like the Detroit Pistons. So, you know, looking at the first unit, I was, I think overall, they did well. You know, Jordan Poole, you know, off night. I mean, I mean, I don't really want to get into the whole you know maturity and stuff like this, but he's got to, he's got to focus, man. You know, and he's got to focus on a consistent basis. You know, you can't have one focused game and the next game, you know, you're back to doing you know ill advised stuff, man. But I think he will bounce back. But uh, we're gonna slide into the bench unit. And how did the bench unit do? How did these young guys do? And did some of these aspiring veteran guys boost your trade value? But before we get on the bench, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on action than right now. The app is so easy to use, there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders parlays and a lot more so just visit fandu.com slash locked on and kick off the nfl season Fanduel, the official partner of the national football league
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: And Locked On has launched its first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So we'll slide into the second unit. Um, I guess looking at the second unit, uh, what young guy improved? You know, kind of impressed you tonight and what veteran player on an expiring deal boosted his trade value tonight?
0: Good question. Yeah, I do want to chime in on the Jordan Poole shot or the, him getting the shot swatted into the third or fourth row of, of the uh, – of the palace his shot got blocked into where Ron Artest was fighting in uh the malice in the palace back in the day. That's how far the shot got swatted. But no, I'm just messing with Jordan Poole. But um <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a it was a, a bad decision by him. He already had a wide open shot. Why pump fake and why go into it even more and all Star Thompson was just jumping to the moon in that game. I mean in the game he was he is so athletic, all I mean, he, he's a darn good player. It was it was fun to watch him as an as an opponent because he is so athletic. Um, he's gonna be really, really good for the Pistons. That's one of the few bright spots on that team. But that's the only thing with Jordan Poole. That that was his shining Full moment. Other than that, he didn't shoot the ball well, but I thought he had some good moments in the first quarter. He ended up with ten points, didn't really do much in the second half at all. But he he you know, he just has that one moment where he's just making a bad decision. So um, but I'll move on for, from that. I won't talk about the bad too much because they did win. But, you know, the Pistons, are they are who we thought they were. We didn't let them off the hook. Won the game. I uh, like the block you brought up from Bilal on James Wiseman. Uh, your guy, James Wiseman, finally got some playing time for the Pistons. <laughs> he got blocked by Bilal. So that was a huge block by Bilal. But uh, looking at the bench, man, yeah, trade. T- t- talking about trade value, Landry Schmidt, he stays consistent. Uh, he's a consistent guy. He can certainly come off the bench and help out a playoff team just as a shooter. He came in tonight, and he uh, hit two threes, had 12 points. He looks athletic into the rim. He really is. I didn't know he was that athletic. Um, you, know, he's, he, he, you know, he he know gets to the rim really, really he, – he really uh, gets to the basket, and he, he really leaps and gets up. So, uh, he definitely – he surprises me every night, the dunk he had against Giannis. And um, Gallinari, 16 points, three threes off the bench. Three threes off the bench, had two threes and a quarter. He provided a spark as well, so I like what I saw from him. Um, who else? Corey Kisper had his moments. He got to the basket. Didn't did he only shot one three, but he did other things tonight. So I like that he was getting to the rim, getting to the basket, cutting, moving out with the, without the ball. So he did those things. He had four fouls though. So he was in foul trouble. But um, and then Blau, you know, he was solid off the bench, five points, four rebounds. Uh, but he was able to get, you know, be pesky on defense. And I saw him guarding Cade a couple of times as well. He ended up with two steals and one block. So he was impactful, he was a plus 19. Corey was a plus 13. Shemette was a plus eight. Gallo was a plus nine. Kuz was a plus 18. Denny a plus one. Gafford plus 10. Jordan Poole plus 10 as well. Then Eugene came in. He was super aggressive, three points. He came in with, you know, basically garbage time. Uh, and Johnny Davis, he had, a, he, had a, he had a sneaky layup too. He had a nice layup finish. He had he finished with two points and uh, got seven minutes, but he finished pretty well. He, he got some minutes when the game was actually a game. And then he got pulled out pretty quickly, but he, um, I, I thought he had for the minute that he was in there, I thought he, I thought he did something. I thought he played well, but as far as trade value goes, once again, we're not going to get much for these guys, but you know, Shamet, uh, if he keeps playing like this, I think we should definitely get a second round pick Gallo instead of a buyout. I think we'll definitely get some for Gallo as well. Tyus Jones was a little iffy tonight. Didn't have his best night, but, um, I still think teams are going to be looking for his services as well.
2: Yeah, I agree on all points, man. Um, Looking at the young guys, you know, on the defensive end is a is a dog, man. That that block on James Wiseman, man, like, mm-hmm. like yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, he could definitely play some defense, man. Um, so Bilal, you know, as far as the defensive end tonight, played really well. Now, I mean, obviously his his offensive game is still maturing. Five points, four rebounds, but you know, Kispert again, you know, one three, but you know, I, I felt like he, you know, you drove the lane, you know, he cut. You know, he did his other things, on you know, his basketball IQ show, so it was a decent showing from Killsburg on the offensive end, but look at uh, a couple of these vets, man, Shamit, 12 points, he continues to boost his trade value more and more every game, you know, his hops, in fact, you know, his quick trigger with his, with his three-point shooting, um, he's, we're definitely going to be able to get, you know, at least, you know, a second-round pick. I agree with that, and Gallo, man, you know, he, he still rolls around like a mummy, man, but you know, his, he, he's got a quick trigger, man. You can see the score. You know, he still is able to put, you know, still scored a high volume off the bench, man. So I definitely think those two, we're going to be able to get some value back for those two guys. And I agree on Tyus Jones, man. I think that out of all the veteran guys, he has the most value. Because um, you're not really looking at him to score 15, 20 points. You know, I'm looking around 10, to 12. But to me, I'm looking for more assists, maybe around seven or eight. Um, definitely utilize the shooters more, but, You know, looking at these veteran expiring deals, I think that they're doing a great job (laughs) boosting their value for us, man. They really are. Because I was with you, man. I thought that Gallinari at one point was a buyout candidate. But, you know, I mean, he shows that he can definitely score. Now, you know, he's not going to win many races, but he definitely can still score, and he's going to be a value asset off the bench for a contender going down uh, to the playoffs. So, yeah, looking at the second unit, man, um, this was a good team uh, team showing. Now, again, uh, Johnny Davis, seven minutes two points nice layup but <laughs> um it just you continue to see his minutes dwindle and it just it still surprises me why he's not getting any kind of minutes especially with the out so we'll see we'll see what the long-term vision is for this front office for johnny davis i don't you know because i don't know if it's if it's a situation where weston still has complete control over his rotations or or you know i think the question is at what point do you get Where the front officer says, Look, we need you to give him more minutes because if we're not going to retain him, we have to at least get 15 minutes a night, try to get some kind of trade value out of him. And then, you know, if he's not going to be here, man, then try to move him. But, you know, seven minutes just ain't going to cut it right now. But yeah, this is a good victory. You know, like I said, he has against the Detroit Pistons, but this was a good victory. We needed this victory, especially going into Orlando, which, by the way, is second in the East. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, we, we definitely got our work cut out for us going forward, man. But you know, look, we got momentum, so you know, we'll see. I, I don't want to sit here and say we better go on a roll, man, because I think we all know where we're at. You know, this team is <laughs> definitely looking to be a top five pick, man. And you know, but you, you um, we always say culture, right? E? um, this is the type of culture playing hard, playing as a team, playing together. This is what you want to see. So, that no, is a good victory in Motown, man.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. I, I think this is a good. It was a good victory for the development of Bilal. Denny getting his confidence up as well, Kuzma getting his trade value up. Just guys getting their trade value up, you know, evaluating you know for other teams, yeah, uh, looking for their services, you know, for playoff pushes. Uh, I think this was a good all-around win for the guys. Yes, you're know, trying to get the best draft position they can get, but that doesn't mean you have to go 0 and 82. You can still win a couple games just for development, and just for West too. You you talked about the matchup between West and Monty Williams. It uh, looked like Wes got the better of Monty Williams. Yes, we, yeah. we just have the better team at this point. But uh, it was good to see that they didn't have a third quarter collapse. They didn't have a Wes So Jr. masterclass of being up by 15 to 20 points and losing the game. They actually kept the lead. So it was good to see that they're actually capable of doing it because too many times we've seen them just blow leads. So uh, and once again, yes, I get it with the Pistons, but. Um, the Pistons—you just never know. K. Cunningham's very talented. Jalen Jalen Duren's very talented. He ended up with double double. J. Ivy is talented too. Um, they have some talented young places, but their their team is they're they're years away from being years away. They don't have any strong good veterans to be honest with you. Oh, and then somebody pointed out Denny got into a little altercation with Osar Thompson. Gallinari yeah, yeah. had to hold him back. I did see that. I saw a little bit of that, uh, and then Denny didn't really get back in a game after that. So I don't know what was going on with that situation. Um, not like Denny really needed to get back in it because it was a blowout, but it's just something to keep an eye on. But I like the intensity and I like the fire from Denny, yeah. not taking any mess. I like that physicality. We talk about it all the time, uh, just showing some toughness. So I, I love that from Denny. Denny showed a lot of toughness tonight too. I, d- I just want to see him do it consistently against good teams. I want to see him do that against, and he he has he has. I want to see him do that consistently against against playoff teams, and and, to, and Wednesday will be a good opportunity for that with the Orlando Magic, who right now would be in the playoffs. If the season ended today, but uh we're gonna get into some comments here. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Uh, my picks tonight, I did have Ty Jones getting over 19 and a half rebounds and a, points, rebounds, and assists, but he did not hit that. He actually tied it and pushed and got that. But other picks I did, I have I had Kate Cunningham getting over 24 and a half points. He hit that, Kyle Kuzma over 22 and a half points. He did smash that with uh, 32 points tonight. So a couple of my picks did hit on Prize Picks. But what is Prize Picks? Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are, it is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of bat- batting thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than or on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. A league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three pointers made plus receptions. Want to play alongside some of Prize Fix favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schulz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Fix community each.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Week. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right. Let's get into some of these comments here, Dasan says finally it started ugly, but thankfully, thankfully, we won. We still have that 14% chance for the first pick, so I'm not mad at the win.
2: No, nah, this is not going to change anything <laughs> as far as the pick. No, nah, this was a good win, man, but we're definitely still in line for that number one, man, so I wouldn't be scared on that. But yeah, I mean, it was it started ugly, but it, it was a must win, in my opinion, especially going into Orlando the next two.
0: Yeah, we're we're still gonna be one of those. It's, it's really just between us and them. Yeah. As far as being the uh worst teams in the league. I'm looking at the records right now, but I'm pretty sure it's it's just not even not even close. Trying to think who else is in the ballpark as being for being as bad as us. Oh, the Memphis Grizzlies without Jaw, they're pretty darn bad. Three and thirteen. Chicago Spurs. Bulls. Yeah, the Spurs, they're pretty darn bad. They're three and fourteen. Bulls are 5-13, and 13, Portland's 5-12. and 12. They're going to be bad. Utah's 5-11, and 11, Charlotte's 5-10. and 10. Charlotte's probably going to win more games um, because, you know, Miles Bridges is back. And uh, Utah, they're going to find ways to win games. Last year they won about 35, 37 games, so they're not going to be in the, in the hunt. So it's really just going to be between us, Detroit, the Spurs, and Memphis, and maybe Chicago they might bottom out because I know they're going to trade a bunch of their guys pretty soon.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're going to have some company as far as the worst team in the league. But <laughs> I think we definitely have a good chance between um, us, Detroit, and San Antonio. I think San Antonio is not going to be very good. Um, Chicago, yeah, they're, they're, they need to blow it up. They need to stop pretending like they're <laughs> going to do something. Let's see. Uh, oh, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Uh, Israeli fandom, he says, I told you guys that he was the next Luka, and, I, and he says he was right. Drew Gooden compared him to LeBron today. I'm not the only one who sees it. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm proud of Denny, man. Look,
2: <laughs> I mean, I like how he's progressed offensively. But, man, if you try and compare him to LeBron, man, you need to get drug tested, man. Like, he, he ain't there yet, man. He ain't there. He ain't there, man. Um, But I would say this, man. I'm very, very, very impressed with it, the, how far he's evolved offensively. Like, he's, he's a weapon now offensively, where there was times the last three years where he was – you know, people let him shoot. Now people are starting to pay attention to the shots. So it's going to see Denny step up offensively because we know what he can do defensively. But, you know, see, this is where it gets dangerous, man. You know, don't put too much pressure on the young man. You know, when we when you start comparing him to people and comparing him to Luke and all that, man, nah, just let the young man play. You know, right now he's playing well. So just let him be Let him be Denny instead of trying to compare him to somebody. You know, let him mm-hmm. be Denny Avia.
0: Right. Yeah, hundred percent. I know Israeli fandom is super, super happy. I know this made his day. This made his night for sure. So I'm, I'm happy for Israeli fandom, and I, I like the way that Denny played. I love that coast to coast yeah. and just dunking the ball. That's what I want to see him do. He's capable of doing it. So just you know, be aggressive, get to the basket. He's not thinking too much. I have been pleased with what he's done this year. I know the numbers don't jump out or wow you. It's not like he's averaging fifteen to twenty points a game. Yeah, but uh, he's been consistent for the most part. He did. He had one. He had one bad game. That was over the weekend. I want to. Say, it wasn't against the Hawks. So it was against the team that we played before, uh, where he had a stinker. Or, yeah, it was the Bucks game where he had he struggled that game, and uh, it looks like he's bounced back from that game. And like I said, I love that he didn't take any stuff from Oscar Thompson. So I, I love what he did tonight. As far as I'm, as far as comparing him to Luca, it's not really fair to Denny, but I get it. Israeli really Phantom is super super excited, so I'm not gonna rain on his parade, and uh, I'm happy for Denny. I don't want people to come on here and say. That I didn't congratulate Denny for having a good game, or oh, that Denny got his contract that he got paid. So, you know, I would just keep it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, you know, ha- I would just enjoy the game for Denny. I really am.
2: Hey, man, I'm super excited that you got the contract, though, bro. Like, <laughs> like real talk, but right. no, I mean, real talk, man. Um, it, it's it's good to see him take that step finally offensively. You know, what I mean, I really love what I see from, him. but I'll say this about him getting into um, um, Oscar. Uh, Thompson, man. I mean, I want to see that. I want to see him have that dog, man. Because yeah. I, you know, when um, when Jordan Poole got out, I'm trying to remember the player that pushed um, Poole, but when the team didn't really back him up, I had a problem with that. I want to yeah. see that dog, I want to see them fight, I want to see them aggressive, I want to see them in the people's face, you know, I want to see them come together. You know, when I see Denny, you know, talk stuff, absolutely back him up because you know, I'm gonna see that fire because we know we're gonna be trash, but at least be competitive. Show some fire, man. So, you know, I, I love seeing that come out of Denny, man. I want to see, you know, a lot more of that. And when, when you see Jordan Poole kind of get caught up, man, support him. You know, back him up because, you know, that that kind of disappointed me with his team, man, when they didn't back up Jordan Poole, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. You got to protect your teammate. Somebody pushes your teammate. You got to back him up for sure. So, I, I, like the, I like the aggression from Denny for sure. Uh, DMV for Life says, Jordan Poole was awful and had another highlight that has everyone laughing at us. What does he be thinking? Uh, I think Kevin Colbert said the same thing. Guess who wasn't in the lineup towards the end of the game? Surprise, surprise. I think he's talking about Jordan Poole as well. Denny was not in the lineup either. Uh, I'm trying to think who was in I know Gafford was in the closing lineup. Tyus Jones, Kuzma was because he was super, super hot. Bilal was in there at the end because he got to steal in the dunk. I want to say Landry Shamet was in there as well. shemet has been getting some good minutes some good playing time. Well-deserved. He's playing well, especially getting the trade value up. I think he's the guy that stepped up with DeLon not being there. He's the guy that's kind of gotten more minutes and has been been able to step up and be more consistent there. Um, so I've been pleased with what he's done. But, yeah, as far as Jordan Poole, yeah, he, he's just got to get the the shacked and the fool out of his system. It's just like every other game. Now, I like the video where he was locked in and paying attention. So I was like, okay, yeah, things are going well. We haven't talked about Kevin Garnett yet, what he said about Jordan Poole. Oh. I don't know if we can dedicate that to. We can just have a whole episode because KG really just switched up. And one moment he's like, Jordan Poole is going to be the next James Harden. <laughs> James and now Harden. it's you know, 10 games in, and he's like, he's a disrespect. He's disrespectful to the NBA. Like He doesn't belong. He's a
2: Shouldn't disgrace, be in the league.
0: <laughs> a disgrace to the game of basketball. He's a disgrace to James Naismith and everybody who ever created the game of basketball.
2: Yeah, we definitely going to chop that up, man. We're going to talk about that one because <laughs> – that's a heck of a reversal, man, Tim games, you know. But, um, yeah, here's my thing with Jordan Poole, man. I mean, we know he's out of town. We saw that in Golden State. I think with him, it's just – it may take longer than, than we expected, because, but it's, it's, eventually it's going to hit him. You're in Washington now. Like, you know, you, you, you can't get away with that type of stuff anymore, man. I mean, you see that type of shenanigans from guys, man, because, look, Steph can do that. He can he can shoot a shot and turn around because this guy's probably one of the best three point shooters I've ever played the game. Like you know you, he's got to find out what his role is, what he you know what his who who is he going to be as a player in DC and do some maturing, man. But he's got all the potential in the world, man. Because look, a lot of people, including myself, said that look maybe he could be that guy, you know, going forward, man. So he's definitely got to mature. But I think he's got too much talent to be. He's not going to be a bust. He just he's got to mature, man. You know, and he's got to figure out who he's going to be in DC. But I think going forward, he's gonna be all right. But for right now, yeah, it's hard to watch, Lord. <laughs> It's hard to watch. You know, you get mad at the TV, but I think eventually he's gonna be all right, man. He's gonna figure it out because it hasn't hit him yet, man. This ain't the same San Francisco no more, man. So right.
0: Definitely. Um see here. A couple a couple of comments here about Johnny Davis. I feel like we have this conversation every every night. So I'm just gonna read a couple of comments here about Johnny. There's like five or six in a row about Johnny Davis here. It says, the I was just reading rapid fire. The we just react and we'll probably wrap it up after this. The says Johnny isn't their draft pick. They probably don't see much potential with him. I I do agree with that statement. I don't think they really have or invested in him. You see the way that they make sure Blau gets minutes and Blau has earned his minutes, but you see the way that they're, Treating Blaug in his minutes, you clearly see the difference between the two. Uh, the True says Johnny isn't good. That's why he doesn't get much minutes. Israeli Phantom says Davis is a bust. I disagree with that. It's too early for me. And then uh, Shug's BZ says tell Johnny. Metro, yeah, you guys are just getting out of hand. Uh, the the cover from Shug's BZ. Uh, DMV for life says Johnny's shot is broken. He doesn't provide much offensively. I think that's why he doesn't play. Sadly, he's just not good enough. The shot is broken. I do agree with that. Yeah. And um, Daniel says, trade Davis to Maccabi Tel Aviv. And uh, Bliss Nation says, Johnny Davis is an NBA player. Muhammad Washington Worthington says, Johnny is a good player. You don't see potential with him like you do with Blau. Uh, Ben says, the coaching staff ruined JD's spot for no reason. Coming out of college by changing it. JD would be fine. He goes back to his when he goes back to his natural shooting motion. So, yeah, this is the last thing I'll say about Johnny. I, I agree with the statement about. The coaching, I mean the GM, Will Dawkins, Schlank, and Michael Winger, they clearly don't have a plan for him. So yeah. we'll see what happens in February. Is he an attach is he attached in a deal where they ship off Shamit or DeLon Wright or Tyus or Gallo? Yeah. That's what I think will happen. Uh, I think that's gonna happen pretty, pretty soon and before February of the trade deadline. That that's just my guess. I don't have any inside sources or anything like that. Um, and I think that would be best for Johnny as well. As far as him being an NBA player. It just depends on the team and the fit. I think if he could go somewhere, I mean, his comparison is Josh Hart. If he can stick to a team and just become like a defensive, you know, uh, not anchor or stopper, but just a guy that can come in, play good defense, get some steals, deflections, knock down an occasional three, um, be athletic. You look at um, Josh Hart. uh, Bruce Brown has carved out a good career for himself. You know, he's not he does not like he has an offensive bag or anything, like but he can shoot the three. He's athletic. Yeah. So you look at some guys like that and uh maybe Johnny can model his game after some guys like that. Just athletic. They play hard, play with the hair on fire, come off the bench, play hard. And maybe he can carve out like a um possibly a 10 year career. I think that's best case scenario for Johnny Davis at this point. But, yeah, this team, I don't see him getting playing time. It's going to take some time for him to develop his, his offensive game. Definitely has some work, and it is unfortunate to see his shot be broken down like that, because you look at some of his shots at Wisconsin, and he, he looks like he has a hitch and he's you know, hitch right now. His shot is, is kind of, it is broken right now, where he's just bringing, he's like, putting his elbow out, dropping his knees. His <laughs> knees are inward, so oh, it's unfortunate to see. It. Oh, it's, it's,
2: it's hard to watch. I mean, I, I don't understand why they tinkered with the shot, because, I mean, at Wisconsin, by no means was he a sniper, but the shot was a lot more fluid. It looked like a Regular shot. I don't the, the little leg thing they got going on. I don't know why they, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But obviously, look, with a guy who you drafted that high in his second year, he's getting no minutes. Look, he's not part of the future. Let's be real. I mean, we we all know that right now is the best time, especially with Delon being out, for him to get minutes. And the fact that he's not getting minutes tells you that look, they don't have much confidence in him. He's not part of the future. So I'm with the E. You know, when it comes to what whether it's in you know, December, January, or at the deadline, man, I definitely believe he's going to be part of any deal going forward, man, as a salary filler, because obviously the emphasis is on Bilal. And, you know, obviously they gave the bag to Denny. And, you know, really, in my opinion, you just still questions surrounding what the long term fit is for Kisper mm-hmm. um, if he's part of the division going forward. But I think, I don't think Johnny is, man. I think that he's definitely going to be traded out of here, man. And, and like, you know, like you said, I hope it goes to, I hope he gets traded to a team where, they could develop him and see if he can flourish as the NBA player. Cause I, his defense and his, you know, his rebounding, I definitely think he can contribute in the NBA. He's just got to figure out what he's, he can do offensively and what, you know, what really is the ceiling for Johnny Davis offensively. So a lot of questions, but yeah, in my opinion, man, he's, he's done here in DC.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I think the time, I think it would be best for both, both parties it would be best for Johnny to get uh, a new scenery. And, um, you know, I, I do see him. I, I think he can be successful somewhere else. I don't think he'll be, you know, have a, a you know, I think he, a, a change of scenery would be best for Johnny at this point. Uh, I think so. Um, see if there's any more comments, but if not, we'll definitely see, see a couple of you guys are going back and forth <laughs> in the uh, chat here. So we'll probably wrap it up. So, uh, the space his Shaq in the pool. But we'll probably nice. wrap it up. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> we'll wrap it up on a good note. note. Kuz had a good game. Denny had a good game. Shamet had a good game. Gallo had a good game. Gafford, you know, showed some flashes here and there. And um, yeah, it was a good win. Eugene looked good off the bench, too, for the little bit of minutes he got. He only played two minutes, but he looked good in those two minutes. So uh, it was a good all around win. Just want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hit the notification bell as well. Uh, we will be recapping the magic game. On Wednesday night, should be a game, good game. And don't forget, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports twenty-four seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you twenty-four seven, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports twenty-four seven streaming channel. Hell to the Wizards! The Wizards finally got a dub. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, dub <Dubbed sir>. Motown. <laughs> <laughs> Hell to the Wizards. Peace.